0: Hey guys, welcome to this video. Today we're going to be talking about uh, conflict and how to engage in conflict in a positive way. Thank you uh, for visiting my channel today. My name is Dr. Tom LeHue and uh, we talk about all kinds of things related to the Enneagram. Uh, Below in the description is uh, my contact information and my website. I do coaching appointments for people based on Enneagram, help them to understand more about their type and uh, help them to uh, move toward a healthier place in life and also to relate in a more positive way with the people in their lives. So if you um, want more information, just check out my website at TomLahue.com. Also, thank you to my patrons. I really appreciate your support. Um, Being behind me in this channel means a lot. Alright, so let's get into the discussion today. We're we're continuing our discussion on conflict, and for a lot of types, a lot of personality types on the Enneagram, conflict is something that is to be avoided at all costs. Um, There's some nines, uh, especially nine-wing ones that uh, really want to avoid conflict. Uh, Some of the ones as well, uh, twos. Uh, most likely will want to avoid conflict. Uh, I've had a lot of responses from fours that say that they avoid conflict. Uh, seven wing six, myself, um, and some of the sixes, you know, no doubt want to avoid. And then there's some of the other types that maybe need to uh, learn from the other perspective of how to uh, manage their their uh, anger and uh, frustration so that they can tone down their desire for conflict. Uh, whatever side you're on on this issue, whether you're prone to engage too quickly in conflict or whether you're prone to uh, avoid conflict uh, we want to get a healthier pattern in our life for dealing with conflict particularly with the people in our lives that that we love and care about and live with and and take care of and are taken care of by um if you haven't gotten the book yet by harriet breaker uh, the disease to please this is a great book and um i would say it's a good place to start that and of course boundaries is always a a highly recommended book. Uh, Anything in the Boundary series by John Cloud and Henry Townsend. I highly recommend. But let's talk about let's talk about let's go to the next level here in our discussion on conflict and um, conflict avoidance. And let's just review a couple of things. First of all, uh, conflict avoidance—that uh, idea that well we never fight—that is not realistic. It's not um, it's not healthy to think that you're never going to have any disagreements. Uh, and that conflict is bad, conflict is negative, conflict means we shouldn't have got married, conflict means that uh, there's something inherently wrong with us. Um, If you have two people who are individuals that show up in a relationship, um, that show up fully, and aren't afraid to make their wants and needs and desires known, there's going to be differences of opinion in that relationship. That is going to be natural, whether it's husband and wife, whether it's dating couples, whether it's a uh, parent and child, whether it's coworkers, there's always gonna be conflicts to negotiate. The, the goal is not to, to remove all conflict. Um, the goal is to learn to adapt to conflict and be able to navigate it in a positive way. When you avoid conflict, and it's within people pleasers to think that whatever I must do to avoid conflict, I'll do, because it's just too scary, it's too frightening, who knows what you've seen in the past? Who knows what your negative experiences of conflict have been in the past? Um, and so there is within people pleasers this idea that all conflict must be avoided at all costs. And um, when that's the case, when uh, you will do whatever it takes to get along with people and to not be a problem and to mitigate your own desires and wants in order to to uh, avoid conflict, you never really then learn how to deal with conflict because it's always avoided. You know, it's like the idea that if you, uh, if I said to you, let's say you, you you're, you you can not swim. Let's say you just can't swim. And I say to you, um, are you afraid of the water? Are you afraid of, of falling in the water and, and drowning? Oh no, no, I'm not afraid at all. Uh, oh, so you can swim. No, I never learned to swim. I just don't ever go in the water. Okay, so as simple as that little metaphor is, simply avoiding the water, uh, yeah, I guess you never have to worry about drowning because you never go in the water. But there may be a more healthy uh, way to deal with your fear than just completely avoiding water. And that is, what if you could get in the water slowly get into the shallow end of the water until you feel comfortable and, um, you know, just walk in the water and then eventually, you know, maybe take some lessons or, or watch others and practice and in a, in a slow mediated way, develop, uh, the ability to at least either float or tread water, but then eventually hopefully swim. And then you don't ever need to be really afraid of getting into a pool or going out into the, to the beach. And now you don't have to avoid water because you've learned to, to handle it. You've learned to, to be okay in it. Saying that, well, I never have any conflict. So I've, 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 I've learned to adapt because I just don't ever have it. That's not the same as developing skills to navigate through conflict um, and to, um, learn to communicate in such a way as to make your needs known and to negotiate. The goal in conflict, um, the goal in conflict should be to negotiate to a compromise or to a place where we are both feel like in, both parties feel like they've been heard, understood, appreciated, valued, and both parties win. Um, when we get into conflict, sometimes You know, we can adopt that pattern or that idea that I need to win this conflict no matter what. Or I need to give up and just let the other person win. Um, Neither one of those is healthy. Remember, the goal here is not to win a battle, the goal is to win the war. The war is for our marriage, the war is for our relationship as father and daughter or father and son, as co workers. The, the goal, the war that we're fighting is to stay together. The dark forces of this world want to separate us and divide us and, and uh, break our relationships and tear people away from us. And so what we are fighting for is harmony and peace and stability and understanding. We're fighting to protect our relationships. We're fighting to protect our homes and our families. And the fight is not with each other the fight is not with one another it's against the forces that would seek to disrupt and destroy our relationship so when we get into conflict we want to stay focused on our priority that my goal is not to win this argument my goal is to to win a happy home to win a happy relationship and and you can say, well, see, if I just avoid all conflict, then, then I've got it. Done. Period. That's so simple. I'll just avoid all conflict, and then I never have to worry about it, and I'll just have a happy home. Here's the problem with that, with conflict avoidance. When we don't deal with conflict uh, externally, in other words, between you and I, when we don't deal with conflict externally between me and you, then what happens is, Because I'm so afraid of that encounter. I'm so afraid that you're going to be angry. I'm so afraid of upsetting you or being displeasing to you that I just feel like I can't go through this process of discussion and dealing with conflict. Uh, When we don't handle it externally, what happens is, is we then have to handle it internally. In other words, and then the conflict goes internally. And now I'm arguing inside my head. Now I'm frustrated and I'm building up resentment and bitterness and anger and all of these malice, all of these dark things don't just go away because I don't deal with them. They just go internal. And now I start having the argument in my head. And now as I'm driving away, oh boy, we, we managed to, to, to escape that conflict. We didn't have to to argue now, as I'm driving away from that encounter, I'm, I'm arguing with myself. Either saying things like, "What you know? Why is it that she won't even um, you know uh, consider my opinion? Why is it that she has to be so angry and so mean? Why is it that she um, you know won't uh, won't take my side on this?" Uh, or you're mad at yourself. How come I? Um, won't speak up for myself. How come I always give in? Uh, I've got to learn to do better. And so the conflict, when it's not dealt with externally between the two people that need to talk it out, then it just gets shoved down. Uh, it doesn't go away. It gets shoved down and becomes an internal conflict that is actually going to be the cause of building resentment and and toxic angry bitter hurt feelings in your heart that guess what are going to come out later they're going to leak out in 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 aggressive ways in stubborn ways in passive aggressive ways and because it's there whether it's dealt with or not uh, in a positive way it's there and now you know there's going to be well we're just don't talk Um, we just, you know, he does his thing and I do my thing and we just, uh, found it better that we just, we just can't have these conversations. We just can't talk to one another. We, they just, and so it's better just to, you know, grin and bear it and just to, and it's like, what happened? All of this toxic stuff could have been dealt with and discussed and negotiated in a positive, safe way, but it wasn't. It's just shoved down. And now, um... Now, guess what? Everybody's walking on a minefield. Everybody's walking on eggshells because just everybody knows just beneath that surface is all of this pent up frustration. It never got dealt with. So now it's just below the surface. And so now everybody has to walk on eggshells. Everybody has to be careful because the slightest, the slightest trigger will open up all of that resentment, all of that bitterness, and all of that anger. So you gotta be careful what you say, gotta be careful how you act, and the cycle just is perpetuated. And so the, the thing that you're trying to do, i.e. avoid conflict, is actually creating a, a, an environment of conflict and hostility. Far better, far better, in my opinion, far better to just sit down and say, look, it looks like maybe we've gotten sideways in our relationship. Why don't we sit down and and just talk this out? Now, when we decide to talk this out, it's very important that we follow some basic rules or some guidelines, Um, you know, that we don't scream, we don't yell, we don't uh, uh, lose our minds, that we keep ourselves rational, uh, keep it on topic, that we avoid the you never, you always uh, overstatements, that we that we don't get so rigid in our thinking like that, that we keep our minds fluid and flexible, that we remember the main goal here is that we end up on the same page um, in a a healthy relationship. And so I wanna be careful that I don't accuse and blame and, and try to guilt and manipulate. Manipulation is when you, we'll talk, well, I'm gonna do a whole video series probably on manipulation. But it's when you try to communicate what you want without being direct about it you try to be indirect and you can usually feel the manipulation happening to you before you before you see it but we'll save that for another video so all right so what 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 let's let's go through the structure of an argument the structure of a disagreement um and 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 i'm going to use three words here to to help you see that i think almost every argument goes goes through this process, um, and, and I want you to see it, and I think once you see it, you won't be able to unsee it, and it will really help you deal with the conflicts in your relationships. The first level, I'm just gonna use my finger, the first level is the problem, the second level is the principle, and the third level is the person, okay? So, the problem, the principle, and the person. The problem is whatever triggers the argument, okay? So, let's say, that you walk into the kitchen and there's a ketchup bottle open, like the old kind, you know, where you had the lid on it. It's open and it's sitting on the counter. It's not been put away, okay? So the ketchup bottle is sitting out on the counter, open and not put away. Now, that's a, That's the problem. It's not a significant problem, but you guys know that sometimes arguments begin over stupid things like ketchup bottles, okay? They, they do, they, they are triggered. On an ordinary good day, when there's not a lot of pent up frustration that hasn't been dealt with, when the sky is you know the sky is clear and the sun is shining and the radio's on, you might walk into the kitchen, see that ketchup bottle, and go, Psst, "Silly people, let the ketchup bottle out on the counter. What am I going to do with them?" And put your lid on it, put it in the refrigerator, and guess what? It's over. It's done. It's isn't that wonderful? You just walk in and say, look at that. Somebody forgot to put the ketchup bottle away. What are these people thinking? Put the lid on it, put it away, it's over. No more stress, no more problems. It's all done, it was dealt with, and now you can move right along with your day and totally forget about it. Peace and harmony, right? Wouldn't that be great? On a perfect day when everything's going well in the universe, you know, that's the way that encounter should happen. It's not really a problem because it's not a problem. Okay, so let's say there is some pent up frustration. There's a lot of, you know, arguments that we we didn't have because we're keeping the peace and we're not gonna cause any problems and we're not gonna upset anybody. And so we're very cautious and careful not to create any problems. And Then you walk in and you're kind of on your last nerve and you see that ketchup bottle sitting out there and, uh-oh, it triggers. Instead of it just being uh, put it away and go on, It triggers and opens up. In other words, it's like um, it was just you know one little uh, shovel dig, and underneath all this volcano blows up. Okay, so now uh, now there's a fight. Now there's a problem. Now there's a crisis. Okay, so now um, you find yourself going into the room where everybody's sitting watching TV and saying, "Who left this ketchup bottle out on the counter? Who who responsible?" Who didn't put this away? And the lid was laying next to it and there's ketchup all over the counter and nobody cleaned it up. Okay. All of a sudden now there's an, a, there's an attack, right? So the second, the first level is the problem, the ketchup bottle. The second level is the principle. And the principle is uh, for the person that's having the problem. The principle is when you're done with something, whether it's in the kitchen or anywhere else, the proper response is to put it away and um, you know put it back and not leave it out for somebody else to clean it up that's not kind that's not nice that's not the way things should be done so that's the principle the principle is put your stuff away and don't leave it for somebody else don't make somebody else come in behind you and clean up after you take care and be responsible and do the right thing that's the principle now that's what we're going to negotiate in a healthy in a healthy conflict is we're going to negotiate uh, the level of the problem and the principle because maybe there are other people in the house that don't share that principle. Maybe they have a different principle. Uh, maybe their principle is, um, you know, I don't want to miss out on being with my family. And um, so I got distracted. By wanting to get back into the moment where everybody's out in the living room watching a funny movie. And so I was distracted by that principle of I need to be where my family is. And um, I forgot about putting the ketchup bottle away. Okay, so when there is a problem, there's always a principle under that problem that can be negotiated and discussed and we can discuss, you know, for as long as we want to, what the right expectation is for when you're done with something. Uh, Do you put it away? Do you leave it on the counter? Uh, Do you expect somebody else to put it away? What's the principle that should be agreed on in our home as to the way to operate or in our business or in our office as to what should be expected uh, behavior for, for us going forward? That's the principle. That's where negotiation happens. We talk and we discuss in rational ways without losing our cool um, in a perfect world without losing our cool. We are just we are just negotiating expectations of what principles uh, we should agree to going forward so that everybody can be on the same page. There's no reason we can't do that with with grace and with kindness and with mercy and with understanding. In fact, we need all of that in order to be able to do that, in order to be able to negotiate those principles. But here's what often happens. When there's all that pent-up resentment and frustration, we go from the problem, the ketchup bottle, the principle, put things away when you're done with them and don't leave the mess out for somebody else, to... And invariably, what will happen is we go to the person and we start attacking the person because we're angry, because we didn't deal with our anger the last time we've let it store up. And now we've got all this storage of anger in there. And now all of a sudden it's going to come out and it's going to come out in direct ways or it's going to come out in indirect ways, in, in aggressive ways or in passive aggressive ways. And so what happens is, is now we start attacking the person and we say things like, you don't care about me. You don't care about all that I do around this house. And you don't care that you, and so now we're attacking the person. We're saying there's something wrong inherently with you. Your ability to care is not correct. Not only are you not following a principle, but it shows me that there's something flawed in you your character is off you are a lazy person you are maybe a cruel person you are a uh an uncaring unkind uh person you're a lazy person you're lazy because you don't pick up your stuff you're you you do not care about our marriage you don't care about our relationship you don't care about all that we do for you as parents you take us for granted and 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 the evidence of that is that you leave your stuff lying around and then you expect mom and dad to come in okay so now it's gone from negotiating a principle to attacks on the person themselves and when a person is attacked guess what they'll probably do they will probably defend themselves and then return the attack and since we don't negotiate in our house for principles uh, since we don't uh, have these kinds of healthy conversations and it all gets shoved down and pent pin up, then they're going to come out probably with their attacks against you as a person. And now, guess what? We've moved from the problem, the, the principle, to now we're just fighting down here uh, what's wrong with you versus what's wrong with me and 10 things that I don't like about you versus the 10 things you don't like about me. And at this point, we should probably be done because when we are at this third level of arguing about persons and arguing about whether or not you care and all these things, we're not in any kind of state to do any kind of real negotiating anymore. Now we're just angry and we're just expressing that anger, that hurt, those upset feelings. Um and we're not really working to solve any kinds of problems anymore. We're just kind of brutalizing each other and punishing one another uh, for all of the quote unquote anger you've caused me or frustration you've caused me. But part of the cause of this frustration is, is that we didn't deal with things um, when they came up. And so we shove them down and then there it is. Everybody's walking on eggshells, the slightest thing done wrong. All you have to do is leave a ketchup bottle out and boom, you know? And that uh, is not a healthy way to deal with conflict. Um, We want to try to keep our discussions about the problems and about the principles. And when we do that, we can negotiate principles all day long. We can negotiate until we come to agreements, uh, joint agreements where we say, okay, going forward, this should be the expectation. And there's gonna be times when we don't always live up to those expectations. And it's appropriate to point those out and apologize and move on, uh, and to let them go. Um, so conflict when it's handled at these levels is really nothing to be afraid of. In fact, it's working to improve your relationship without it. You're setting yourself up for those landmine moments where anything could, could set, set you off. Where, well, I'll just, dis and the passive way is just, I'll just disconnect from you. And, uh, that's not healthy either to just withdraw, to go silent, to just withdraw in anger and frustration. And, you know, there's some, such healthier ways of dealing with, with conflict. Um, I'm not perfect in this by any means. I'm learning as I go because I tend to be a people pleaser. Um, and so I'm working on this myself and, um, that's one of the reasons I'm going through this information and why I've made these videos is I'm, I'm learning what's important for my own life and then enthusiast sharing that with, with you guys in hopes that it will help you as well in your relationships. So let's wade into the shallow end of the pool and let's make some agreements that we're going to um, speak up when we're, when we're upset, when there's a problem. Um, negotiate with a open mind, with a fluid mind, with, uh, not a rigid and harsh and non-understanding, uncompassionate. Let's make some agreements that will go forward, um, discussing principles and, uh, working toward solving problems and negotiating those principles so that we can have a healthier relationship with the people that we love recognizing that when we don't deal with conflict it doesn't go away we just are pushing it down uh where it can do its its dirty work in us and create more problems for us in the future so um there was something else i was thinking about with conflict um conflict is inevitable um avoiding conflict doesn't eliminate its presence we're working for resolution we don't want to get personal we want to keep it about the principle um we want to handle it constructively and and i think in most cases more information is better than less You know, let's keep talking until we come to a good conclusion that we can agree to. And if we're getting a little bit heated, then maybe we just pause and say, why don't we come back to this later? Uh, There's nothing wrong with that. Say, why don't we come back to this later? Maybe you're discussing about which school you should put your kid in. And that might be a little more, you know, take a little more time than putting ketchup bottles away so one of those you know what are we going to do with mom nursing home or our home care or in our home or you know what schools for our kids um, those bigger decisions where to go on vacation those bigger decisions that you know have a little bit more weight to them we may just it may take several appointments several meetings for us to work through But we will be able to work through it if we stay on task and we don't make it personal. And, you know, this is what I was going to say. Conflicts that we don't resolve, we get to have over and over again in our relationships. When we try to escape a conflict because we are afraid it's going to be unpleasant, um, and we don't work through to a negotiation, when it's never negotiated the principle, we're guaranteeing that we're going to have to go through these conflicts again and again and again until we do negotiate them. So conflict avoidance is a sure way to to ensure that there will be lots of conflict in your relationship. Far better to make the decision to value the relationship enough that we're going to work to resolve those conflicts in a healthy, Caring, compassionate way, so that we can then what, be done with them and move on and not have to have these conflicts again. In fact, probably one of the signs of a healthy relationship um, is that they deal with conflict, because happy relationships deal with conflict, and then they don't have to deal with it again and again and again. Unhealthy, unhappy relationships are ones where conflict is avoided. And you would think that, that that goes backwards to the way you would think. You would think, oh, well, if you avoid conflict, then you'd be happy. It's quite the opposite. Those that avoid conflict are destined to have unhappy, unhealthy relationships. Those who handle their conflict in appropriate ways are destined to have healthy and happier relationships. So the, one of the marks of a healthy relationship is conflict uh, resolution, is they resolve their conflicts conflicts are inevitable. They're going to be at some level a part of your relationship. Um, and as you work through them, you're guaranteeing a better, brighter, healthier, happier relationship. And don't we all, don't we all want to work for that? So uh, I hope this information is helpful to you. I hope it's encouraging. I hope it helps you in your relationships. If you need uh, somebody to to walk through this journey with you, again, in the description below is my website. I'd be happy to, to work with you or work with you and your, your, um, uh, special someone that may be having some challenges with right now. And of course we don't tolerate abuse. We don't want to tolerate, um, you know, any of those abusive patterns like that. In those situations, there needs to be distance. There needs to be boundaries. There needs to be space between you and that other person. Um, and, uh, we don't tolerate that, but, um, Uh, If you would like help, I'd be happy to help you. You can go online and book an appointment. I'll talk to you guys next time. Uh, Be present to life.